Greetings, friends, and welcome to the Scramble Podcast, brought to you by Farmer's Hen House eggs that not only taste good, but do good for the farmer, for the hen, for the environment, and most importantly, for you. My name is Brett, and I have the pleasure of not being in the hen house today and actually being on site at what I would argue is the best, well, I should say, I need to qualify this. I'm interviewing the chef de cuisine at one of the best restaurants in Iowa, if not the Midwest. But we are not at that restaurant. We're at a different restaurant right now. That is correct. Okay. So I am with (laughs) Chef Nathan of uh, Pullman Bar or Pullman Diner and Bar. Pullman Bar and Diner. Bar and Diner. Thank you. I always just call it the Pullman. Yeah. I mean. Or Pullman. Yeah. I mean, this is your opportunity to correct me, man, so don't (laughs) don't mess it up. I mean, we call it, you know, Pullman Bar and Men's Choir sometimes. Okay. (laughs) Just kidding. Better than Boys Uh, Choir, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. There's a Um, lot of singing going on. Yeah. Uh, No, we are uh, Pullman Bar and Diner, located in the heart of uh, Iowa City. Um, currently, we are actually sitting in uh, St. Birch Tavern, our sister restaurant, uh, downstairs at the Den. Um, just a little more, a little, little quieter space for us to just chat for a moment. Yeah, and, got uh, like a cave studio down here. Exactly, yeah. No, I'm, I'm very stoked to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so so we're, we're with Chef Nathan from Pullman Bar and Diner. I got it right there. There you go. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, and we're... Particularly uh, hanging out with him because, uh, like I said, Pullman is one of our favorite restaurants uh, in the Midwest uh, and also one of the best. And secondly, they're also uh, Farmer's Farmers Hen House's biggest uh, restaurant customer. You guys use more eggs, if you believe it or not. Oh, I can believe that. Okay. Yeah. Any other restaurant uh, that we deliver to? I, I really appreciate like having that confir- that confirmation that of, yeah, like yeah. any restaurant you, you like sell it, to, kind of in a competition. we absolutely buy like the most. Uh, and you know that makes sense. I mean, the you know our brunch has been uh, so synonymous with with our our restaurant and our brand for the last five years. Um, you know, and and we uh, we love the quality of the eggs. We love. Uh, Wayne, the the delivery driver, yeah, coming Wayne's in every, the best. every what? It's like Tuesdays and Fridays. I see Wayne. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just been a wonderful partnership, and I'm, I'm very excited to uh, just talk about eggs. I could go on and on and yeah, on. Yeah, this is thousands of things we can do with eggs. Yeah, this is just going to be like an egg jam. <laughs> I love it. We're just going to go. Ooh, off. That's funny because we actually make an egg jam right now. Really? Yeah, yeah. So we uh, so we take about takes about 60 eggs per batch to make like a squeeze bottle of this egg yolk jam make, but to, we, to make one bottle yeah i mean that'll last us like the week okay you know, yeah and you can keep it fresh so you know only do 60 eggs opposed to like the 120 eggs that we tried once so i was like all right that was too much eggs yeah. uh that was too many but uh yeah basically we we separate the uh the egg uh the yolk from the white and then we very slowly poach uh those egg yolks and then after that, they, they have this like very thick and jammy kind of consistency. So we whisk that in with uh, whisk that together with some lemon zest, some lemon juice, some salt, some sugar. We we strain it so it's nice and smooth, and and we put that on a uh, asparagus and burrata dish, actually featuring uh, asparagus from our good friends at Ecollective Farm. Yeah, yeah. So that sounds delicious. Yeah, it's a cool I have dish. not had that. It's a cool dish because my problem every time I come to Pullman, 
is that I always get the fried chicken. <laughs> yeah. Like, I yeah. can't not get it, man. I've tried not to get it, I and understand I can't that. not order the fried chicken. You know, I love our fried chicken. It's funny because, you know, uh, I, I never thought that I would be the, the head chef of a restaurant who's, like, arguably most famous for its fried chicken. Yeah. And fried chicken is, like, one of those things that, like, don't get me wrong, I love, but I have never really, un- until I, like, grew up a little bit, like, I've never been like that and just like sitting down and just smashing a bunch of fried chicken now there's a story behind it yeah when i was uh i think i think i was 14 um and you know kfc uh the the bucket meal and all that stuff was kind of a staple in my household okay and uh one night we uh we brought it home and and i'm I think it must have been the mac and cheese because it was the only thing that my dad and I ate. But we had horrible food poisoning. Oh wow! And we were out of commission for like, you know, 24 hours. Just my dad and I like camped out in the living room. Yeah. And I, you know, I'm sorry to uh, all of our listeners right now, but I appreciate. I don't think the, I don't think the colonel's listening. No, th- thank you. Yeah. Sorry, colonel. Uh, but uh, you know, I projectile vomit like all this fried chicken all over the living room. Yeah, and uh, ever since then, like it, it took me literally until like a couple years ago, where I could like go back to like a KFC or like a Popeyes or even a Pullman, yeah. and and just sit down and like have like just a plate of fried chicken. Sure, you know. So, so, so um, what you're saying is chickens can fly. Yeah, out of my mouth. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was a good one, man. Yeah. No, just, I've been waiting for a long time to use that one. Just the moment had to come together on that. <laughs> well, I'm very happy I can provide that moment for you. Um, but, yeah, man, I mean, I, I love our fried chicken because, you know, um, I, I like that we we try to do it a little bit lighter than tradition. You know, we, we serve it with a salad and a biscuit. And the biscuit's money, too. Yeah, and the biscuit's yeah. great. This I, We love our vinaigrette on our greens. Yep. Um, but you know, it just, it, we figured like fried chicken was such a, like, you know, kind of a heavy thing anyway that like, you know, traditionally you're getting like mashed potatoes and gravy and all sure. that. And like, great. Like, you know, you can, you can go to KFC and you can get that. But here at Pullman, you know, we're going to give you, it, it's all about the chicken and then we're going to provide a couple things just kind of like balance out the meal as well. Yeah. We also have, uh, you know, honey provided from Noble Bee Honey. Yeah, um, where's that located? Oh man, I'm gonna feel like a fool for not That's actually right. knowing the town. It's very close to you guys. Um, in, oh, is it uh, around Kelowna? Is it Oxford or Washington? I think so. Um, um, one of the two. Where else? Wellman. Oh man. That's all right. We're not gonna put you on the spot. Thank you. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm gonna have to like. Well, it's in Iowa. It's, it's in Iowa. Yeah, it's very in close area. to us. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to go downstairs and like look at the bottle like immediately. Yeah. And just like put that out of my mind. <laughs> um, but we serve Noble Bee honey with it, and then we make our own jalapeno garlic hot sauce to yeah. accompany it. Um, you know, the biscuits are are, are made fresh. Um, you know, the like I said, the vinaigrette. Yeah, you're, you're just like my favorite. Yeah, you're just like singing. Uh, Fried chicken sonnets to me right now. You know, it's man. funny. We would never would have expected fried chicken to be like one of the most difficult things to do, like in a restaurant setting. And I thought about it the other day. Like I said, you know, I, out of the quarantine period, I, I did. Uh, I went to a KFC and I'm in the drive-through and I'm looking at their their like hot box just full of fried chicken. Yeah. And we only have like the one. So it's always like this crazy game that we're playing where like, you know, not only are we brining our chicken for, you know, about 12 hours right. um, and then, you know, we're we're breading it to order and then we're putting it in a broaster, which is basically like a pressure fryer yeah. to kind of speed up the process and make sure it stays nice and juicy. Yeah. Um, and then 
you know, from there we like crisp it up. You would never think that like fried chicken would be like one of the most like taxing and time consuming things for us to do like in a restaurant setting, but it has been since sure. like day one. And it's been really cool to like just, you know, be a part of this restaurant and just like watch this recipe just like continue to grow and evolve. Um, yeah, actually, uh, my, uh, our, our old executive chef, uh, Sapere, was on uh, the Today Show with Al Roker, uh, with our, our chef owner, Ben Smart. Oh, wow. Um, eating some fried chicken. I think that was like, gosh, maybe like six months into like Pullman being a thing. Really? Um, it was due to like the, uh, I want to say it was uh, with the caucus. Okay, season. gotcha. And, and the Today Show was uh, touring a little bit. Yeah, they were in Des Moines that day. Nice. So invited us down to uh you know have some fried chicken sure yeah yeah, so, yeah. that's really cool now how, how, how old is Pullman? we are five and a half yeah we turned five on january 5th okay this year yeah yeah what a crazy uh what a crazy fifth anniversary year you know yeah man it's been a wild ride i got a uh uh creative question for you absolutely if the last three months were a dish what would they be <laughs> Oh man, if the last three months were a dish, what would it be? Man, that's a good question. <laughs> that's a that's such a hard question, man. Uh, there are a couple things that come to mind. Nothing sweet, I assume, right? Oh, me? No, I mean nothing like that. Like all, all bitter taste buds. Oh man, like spicy, maybe. You know. All right. This is a weird analogy, but it, it, you know, I gotta imagine that like the last three months have been like uh, like going to Brazil and eating like ants, you know, a delicacy in Brazil. Yeah. Um, you know, because I imagine that you know something like that, like you know, it, it it's difficult to kind of wrap your brain around like actually doing this. Yeah. But like, hopefully, you come out stronger. Sure. Because of it, it's a rite of passage. I mean, I don't ever want to call it a rite of passage because, like, God forbid, any of this ever go down again. Sure, right? Yeah. Like, and we're not, you know, we're not out of it yet. Right. But at least we're out of that like quarantine period. You know, knock yeah. on wood. Um, uh, yeah. So I, I would say that the last three months are, are aching to uh, go to Brazil and eating. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll take that. Or it's like uh, it's like a bowl of off-brand Frosted Flakes without real milk. Mm. You know, yeah. like like with uh, like almond milk or something. Not hating on almond milk. Sure. Like, you know, I use it in some other things, but like when I'm getting down on like a bowl of cereal, hey, like it needs to be like ideally whole milk. It needs to be some like fatty whole some cream milk. top exactly. Kelowna milk exactly. Yeah. Uh, I like that plug, by the way. Shout out to. Uh, oh, there we go, man. <laughs> always, always, always trying to uh, represent Kelowna any way I can, shamelessly. Um, so it's like eating ants. I would a say bowl of it's, ants. It's, it's like eating yeah. eating a couple ants. So could you uh, articulate like the emoji timeline uh, for me? of these past three months like when when everything hit the fan i assume you guys closed probably yes. like most places right well so uh we i mean in dining obviously yep, yep so uh when we first you know quarantined we uh temporarily laid off we we had a temporary layoff for uh pretty much the entire staff except for myself my sous chefs and the front of house managers yeah and um yeah it was 
really difficult. Yeah. I almost said something else. Yeah. That, you we know, can bleep you, stuff out. Uh, of well, all right, cool. It's nice yeah. to know that you can bleep out when I Sorry, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> we can edit that out, too. Oh, so. well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man. Uh, so, so the emoji timeline. Um, all right, so let's talk about, uh, you know, January of this year. We, uh, Pullman Management and Ownership, um, you know, we, we had our first quarterly meeting of the year. Mm-hmm. And I would say that, that that emoji is like fire. Yeah. You know, that's like we're all fired up, ready to just crush this year. We have, we've got the calendar all planned out with all of our events. We've got, you know, spreadsheet and, and data over the last five years to kind of like really know exactly what to anticipate every single month down to like the like the time of day i mean we had the entire year planned out wow and then and then you know slowly like we're hearing reports of like you know cases in washington and we're like this is what february yeah i mean this is we're getting to you know about february march i suppose and uh um, and I'd say that that emoji is more like uh, like the brain exploding yeah. kind of emoji, you know, the um, and then after that comes like you know some crying emoji probably, yeah. Um, and then along with that, I'm gonna throw like a heart emoji in there too because sure. you know we're we're those of us that uh, stayed on during the quarantine period, we're we're all just trying to like be together and unify yeah, yeah. and love each other and then right. um, and then like way more time passed in that kind of quarantine period than we really anticipated right. so in that kind and, of and you guys were doing all takeout yeah, this yeah. Time, though. it was all takeout and um, you know we had, we had definitely um, you know, limited our hours to an extent um, and then next emoji in the timeline was like I want to give like a a rage kind of like a like a red faced yeah, emoji, Mad. you know, because I think at that point, like I you know I don't want to get uh, you know too political per sure. se, but I'm certainly a little frustrated with uh, our response to uh, you know the pandemic and right. and um, our our preparedness or lack thereof. Sure. Um, so there's a little bit of you know that anger emoji and. Yeah. And right now, I'd say we're back to, like, fire emoji. Like, we just went full circle in the last six months. Like, yeah. you know, the plan kind of went out the window that sure. we had in January, and that's okay. But as long as we, you know, kind of focus on putting out great food, you know, um, having a, uh, a very safe and healthy environment for our staff, for our community, mm-hmm. You know, we're gonna continue to just, you know, try our best to just move forward and, yeah. you know, get to the next year. Maybe then we'll we'll look at the spreadsheet sure, and, yeah. and the calendar again. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that that's kind of the mentality right now. But we're we're all pretty fired up and, and ready to keep keep cooking and, yeah. and you know, safely providing our product to our community. Right. So you're encouraged, would you say? I would say so. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, you're hungry for <coughs> what's next. I mean, you know, there's there's just no other way to be. Sure. You know, I just like, uh, you know, Pullman's a very special place to not only me but my staff, our, our community, yeah. and you know, we're gonna we're gonna keep 
you know, fighting for it and, and keeping the lights on, you know? Right, so. right. So, yeah, I, I uh, addressed this earlier just about uh, Pullman having, I think this is probably, I think it was just off the, uh, the record here, but I was talking about just what Pullman means to this community, right? Yeah. How would you articulate what Pullman means to the Iowa City community? Well, at, at the very least, I can say what it what it means to me. You know, um, I I like to think that um, you know I, I would say that like our all right, we're maybe having to like edit this while I think about a cool yeah. or a good response here. But uh, well, and I think even um, to me. There's this uh, je ne sais quoi, right? Of like, <laughs> what? But what? Like Pullman, and I think the the culture that comes out of it, mm-hmm. how that contributes to Iowa City, mm-hmm. right? Um, it. I mean, it's different than other restaurants. I would. Right. I would. I mean, from my experience. Yeah. Right? Well, so yeah, uh, we've always prided ourselves on being, you know, uh, just we've always prided ourselves on being like that staple of the community, a place where you know, people of all backgrounds and viewpoints and, and, you know, tastes even come in and like find a bite to eat, Yeah. you know, and, um, we've always prided ourselves on being, um, very inclusive for our staff, mm-hmm. um, you know, making sure that we kind of maintain this like element of like restaurant, like misfits and weirdos, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and I, I think that it's, always been a really great thing that you know the kitchen staff in particular is right there on display yeah absolutely i think that that is um it was such a shift for me like as a professional you know like before pullman i was in the back like just you know this sucks like sure this is so hard like you know we're we're angry we're we're you know being like that classic like you know kind of like pirate cook and and I think it was really cool to like go to Pullman and realize like, oh, like yeah, we can't do that in front of people. Right, <laughs> like, right. it makes you more level-headed. It makes you, um, you know, more able to just like assess the moment and just like, you know, because there are always unforeseen like variables and and, sure. and you know problems that arise. But that ability to just like calmly like assess the situation and just handle it, yep. I think was. You know the biggest part or the the biggest contribution to me like as a as a young cook um and not only that but i you know we came into this restaurant scene five years ago and i think really shook things up you know made it sure. made it a little competitive yep. for our community uh you know because we we came in hot we came in and won you know the, the local top chef competition yep. two years in a row for you know different categories um, you know, we had a lot of really wonderful press from like Little Village Magazine, right. Bread and Butter Magazine, um, you know, things like that. Um, and then, you know, continue to just focus on like putting out great food, right. having great atmosphere, having great service. Yeah. You know, I mean, we, I, I we've always tried our best to just kind of like put the bullshit aside. Sure. And just focus on like what we do and do it as best we possibly can. Right, right. And it seems that you guys enjoy 
what you're doing, right? Hell that, yeah. I mean, it's, it, and I think there is that sense of community yeah. that you mentioned that that's very evident. Mm-hmm. I think part of that uh, cultivation, perhaps, of that community and that joy uh, is the fact that you do have this uh, kitchen yeah. that is right out there in the open, that you're interacting with the guests. Yeah. Probably teaches you the, uh, the uh, practice of forbearance. Right? Absolutely. But it's also, it's cool because like, man, you know, there are very few like kitchen jobs where you can like actually have a customer like just come right up to you and like thank you for right. their meal and, you know, or not thank you for their meal, you know? I sure. mean, you know, people can certainly be critical sometimes as well. Yeah. Um, but it's always a great thing, I think, for, you know, kitchen staff to have more interaction with guests right and and not only that but but for the guests on the flip side to have more interaction in the kitchen just just kind of be a little more educated on maybe what goes on in the kitchen and um what yeah i called it pullman bar and men's choir earlier too because you know there, there was always this at least for you know myself and a couple other cooks like you know the the pull the pullman soundtrack has always been such a like quintessential part of the experience right and then the cooks just singing along to it like horribly off key is just as much a part of the yeah. experience you know yep. so yeah and i think that is a huge driver of community in the restaurant yeah but also a uh, an influence on community outside the restaurant absolutely as well man which is super exciting for somebody that gets to uh participate and and just enjoy that right yeah step into that um, you're talking about music being a, an important part of the restaurant. Yeah. Uh, if Pullman was a artist or a band, Ooh. who might they be? That's a good question. You're good at this, man. Like that, because that question, like that's not written down. Like that's very on the fly. Yeah, that's not written down. That's no, got to be a response. To what you're <laughs> uh, oh man, if Pullman was like a band or an artist. Um, It's mm. a tough question because I don't want to sound like too conceited. Well, and, and you can start like a all-star, you know, band of you know oh. various musicians, kind of okay. like uh, what was it, the Highway Men or whatever. Yeah. Um, or uh, yeah, some kind of super group. Yeah. Um, man, if Pullman was like a band, I think we would be. You know, maybe this will sound really conceited and yeah, that's right. you know uh whatever but I, I really don't know how else to you know i guess answer this question uh you know i'm gonna say we're like the beatles there you go you know like we've we've certainly changed a little bit over the years you know yep. we've added you know uh you know different different you know flavor profiles or dishes or songs right yeah. uh to spend our, some time in india yeah, yeah exactly like you know yeah we we've we've all had our transcendental meditation yep. and uh um but but i think that you know number one was always about just quality yep you know and, and regardless of how you know we've changed or evolved over the years uh you know we're we're still putting out great food yeah great music right <laughs> the iterations of it are still yeah going strong and yeah. good and yeah i like that 
Thank and you. it's just the it's like arguably the best band. I mean, like for, for me, it's hard to even like yeah. argue against it. Yeah. I, I've been on a really big Beatles kick actually lately. I've been like reading, uh, or now I listen to podcasts pretty much exclusively because okay. I don't know what it is. As an adult, I just can't like, I can't like force myself just to sit down and like read a book yeah, anymore. It's but a new challenge. But when I'm in the car, like you know, I can just like put on a podcast and whatever. But I've been I've been uh, listening to uh, an audiobook about the Beatles, and so yeah, there we go. So and I can I can say. As someone who would not say the Beatles are my favorite band, yeah, I think they are arguably the greatest band. Right, I would say the same. They're they're certainly not yeah. my favorite band, but the the history and you know the sense of pioneering uh, on their end, not not just not just musically, but like but like from a, a production standpoint, yeah, um, is is so like like we just would not be the same without the Beatles. Right. So you know what this means, though. What's that? You have to put a dish on the menu as a Beatles reference. Ooh, that sounds that sounds easy. We can do that. Yellow submarine, man. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's a giant yellow submarine we'll, sandwich. We'll do a we'll do a strawberry you know dessert and call How about strawberry it? fields forever. Or yeah, like octopus. There you go, or or some kind of like peppered tuna. You they, know, uh, yeah, <laughs> dude. The, the possibilities are endless. Dude, you know, we could do octopus's garden. Ooh, a nice, a nice octopus salad. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. Nice calamari salad. Yeah. <laughs> you could uh, some of that, can't you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's all over the place. I can't say that I'm like particularly versed in in octopus or squid or calamari. Like, I've broken down a couple. Uh, or it's got to pressure cook that thing, right? Yes, I mean I, I'm gonna have to refer back to like some of my textbooks because yeah. it's been a while since I've messed around with any octopus. But I feel like if you get octopus right, there's oh, a few yeah. things better. Oh, I agree. It's been my experience. Yeah. I'll talk to my friend Johnny here, the chef at, at Birch. I feel like they just did an octopus special pretty recently. Okay, there you, know, you go. I'll, I'll, I'll see what's up. Yeah. Well, y'all listening, look forward to the uh, the Beatles reference. <laughs> Entree. Yep. We're to do come, come to a Pullman menu <laughs> yep. soon. An entire, uh, you know, you do a course meal. Yeah, on exactly, that, man. an yeah. entire Beatles course menu. That sounds great. You, yeah, you do the music pairing, do the wine pairing, yeah. do the food pairing. That It'd be great, wonderful. man. I like it. I'll be. I gotta get a ticket, right? Just set one <laughs> aside for, yeah. for me and my wife. Um, so tough question here. Yeah. Uh, but where do you see Pullman headed in the next five years? Or where would you? How would you answer that? Maybe before all this hit. Yeah, um, you know, uh, I know we just want to continue to focus on being a staple of this community. Yeah. You know, like we wanted, we want, we've always wanted uh, Pullman to be as synonymous with Iowa City as Bluebird Diner, yeah, yeah. as Hamburg Inn, yeah. as you know, Oasis, Oasis right? Like. Like we've we've always wanted it to become as synonymous right. as an institution, like that. if you exactly. will. Exactly, and you know, I mean, every every name I've rest, I've referenced are are you know at least ten years, uh, at least twenty, right? Yeah. Uh, Hamburg's been around yep. for like you know fifty 60, years, yeah. sixty. So you know, I, I think can, that can that I also was, throw George's in there? Yeah. Oh, how yeah. could I forget? George is one of my favorites. I was I was just gonna say like you know. Uh, Pullman Burger has always been my favorite burger. Yeah. But man, a George's Burger is like such a close second, especially at the right time of night. Oh gosh. <laughs> well, and I love too that like it just I can order like 
three of them and nobody gives me an eye about it yeah and it just comes all wrapped and like ready to eat and that wax paper and they're always asking like do you want everything on it like of course i want everything on it yeah does anybody not want everything on it i've seen i I went on a a date with somebody who who ordered it without everything on it. oh no and we didn't work out yeah yeah yeah, no i understand yeah it just didn't work out we're talking about Pullman as an institution, right? That's your, in the next five years, just to continue to to step into that. Exactly. I mean, you know, we just want to continue to be, um, you know, just a a staple in this community. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I hope to, you know, continue to be the, the chef de cuisine, the head chef for, you know, at least the next couple years. I would like to, you know, kind of own my own spot here in the next years as well but but i know that pullman specifically right there on dubuque street like we want that to be there for the next 30 40 years yeah you know yep. At, at least yeah um and you said earlier that saint birch which we're sitting uh in the basement of right now yep. is your sister restaurant yep so what does that mean so i mean essentially what that means is just like we we are very you know closely kind of tie together as far as like um you know a lot of our staff members like know each other the the chef here is a very good friend of mine we we you know kind of help each other out and like you know maybe you know little situations with like product or like whatever you know I'll come there's over a lot of collaboration yeah, yeah. well I'll, you know i'll come over here to borrow three shallots and then they'll come over the next day to borrow you know like a couple jalapenos or like whatever it is but but it's always just nice to know that like right around the corner there's like you know another restaurant that like no matter what like it's got our back yes you know it's success is is somewhat tied to ours yep. you know in, in a sense i mean um, you know, same same owners, same executive chef, yeah. uh, Ben Smart. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I would say that that is like the best way to kind of describe a, a sister restaurant. Sure, yeah. Um, and then on top of that, we're also, um, you know, tied with uh, both of the Big Grove locations as right. well. Um, the Solon one is was is it kind of another sister restaurant to us. Right. Um, is, that, is that where Ben came from yep so yep. ben okay. ben was the executive chef of uh big grove first yep. um and then him and his sous chef from big grove Sapere, um started pullman yep. along with Corey kent our operating owner yeah um and then you know Sapere was the executive chef for uh two and a half years okay um, and has since moved back to uh, Bellevue, Washington, where he's from. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he and I keep in touch every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. And I think it just is really a testament to what has felt, I would say, in this past, you know, five to maybe eight years, like a renaissance of, yeah. like, great restaurants yeah. coming out of Iowa City. Like I said, I think that, you know, what was so cool to me is this feeling of, like, us, like, you know, throwing down the gauntlet, right? Like, like setting the bar. Yeah. Uh, it's very punk rock, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so um, as you look ahead, I mean, obviously you see Pullman, uh, you know, continuing to grow and its, its presence, its just contribution to the community. Yeah. Great food, great uh, dining experience. Uh, just great joy being had. Um, 
but then for you too, you talked about your hope is to even kind of maybe as other chefs have come and gone and started right. their own to to walk in that that path as well. Perhaps. Yeah, so. I mean, you know, like I said, I'm I'm the chef de cuisine, so um, you know, I work very closely with uh, you know our operating owner and our executive chef, right. Ben, uh, just to you know, we you know they they offer me uh, lots of guidance yep. and. Uh, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 28. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, remember, I, I remember when I was 28. <laughs> 10 years uh, ago. Yeah, j- just turned 28. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I've, been, I've been working at Pullman for, like I said, off and on for the last five years. Yeah. I took some brief sabbaticals to go away, but, but I've been the head chef for about two now. And, um, yeah, I, I, would, I would hope that, you know, around my early 30s, I'm, I'm you know, a, at least I've, I own some piece of sure, yeah. my own business. Yeah. Um, whether that be, you know, within craft concept or kind of uh, this conglomerate kind yeah, of, yeah. you know, or, or whatever it is, I would hope that, you know, here in the next couple of years, I'm, I'm starting to make those yeah. kind of moves for myself. Absolutely, man. And, you know, along with that comes this, this sense of, you know, uh, training like the next generation of, of Pullman. I think yeah. that that's always been kind of the mentality. Like, you know, it was it was the mentality of my chefs. Sure. You know, when I was coming up as a young cook. Like, yeah. you know, eventually like we're going to move on. Yeah. And it's in I think that it's like the responsibility of every like conscious good chef to make sure that their predecessor is is better than they are. Right. You know, I think right. that that's like if, if you're really, like, dedicated to, like, you know, the restaurant scene and, like, the culture, like, I would hope that that is, like, at least one of your main priorities as a chef is to yeah. make sure that, you know, your cooks will be better chefs than you are. Yeah. If yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Is that pretty common, that kind of relationship, would you say? And, I mean, I guess it depends on which kitchen you're working in. But right. Is there, like, a, just a culture... Uh, of raising up the next generation of chefs? I would say so. Yeah. I, I, you know, uh, with, obviously, you know, every kitchen's different. And sure. My experience is different than a lot of other people's. Yeah. But at least within, you know, the, the restaurant I've worked in and uh, the, the people that I've worked for, that's always been a consistent mentality. We are very much like a restaurant that focuses on you know teaching and training and learning yeah um and like i said you know in that regard i'm just doing my part yeah you know to to make sure that you know eventually when i move on to whatever's next for me right that the ship is is manned and, and taken care of yeah so it's good stuff man um what what dish do you feel like man you just it's like your your dish like you just crush it like as a line cook like, like when i'm on the line and i'm like just slinging food like like what yeah what's what's like it's like if you're like a three-point shooter sure and then like you come in and every like you're the guy like this uh, is your dish you own this thing is there is there one that stands out i should ask um 
Mm. It's like your signature dish, personal signature dish. What is well, uh, I've been doing uh, ramen, a late night ramen yeah. service at Pullman every Friday night at yep. 10 o'clock. Again, that was every Friday night at, at 10, 10 o'clock. o'clock. Okay. <laughs> um, or actually, I'm sorry, we've adjusted our hours. So right now we're doing it starting at 9 o'clock. Okay. So Good pardon me. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so for the past, gosh, almost almost two years, almost the entirety of my time as the chef de cuisine, we've been doing a Friday late night hip hop and ramen. Yeah. And, um, you know, so I would say that like, that is, uh, you know, when we're looking at like the, you know, the, the history of, of chefs at Pullman, like that's definitely my, I think big contribution. And that's not, you know, in saying that too, I have to, I have to mention, you know, both of the, the executive chefs before me, uh, you know, Sapir, uh, in kind of introduced us all to ramen. He yeah. specifically did uh, tonkatsu, which is a pork and chicken broth, and then you, you know, boil the pork bones like very aggressively, so you get like all that like meaty collagen yeah. out of it. Come it's on. like a super like, <laughs> like almost milky broth. Yeah. <sighs> anyway, so so Sapir kind of like introduced us to like a very like, you know classic no fuss like this is just great ramen yeah and um and then emily uh emily agnew uh continued uh doing you know some some ramen nights here and there we used to do it actually uh as part of mission creek yeah um every year we would do a late night ramen uh service like as a part of mission creek week and then and then yeah one day like it was almost like kind of a dare right like like we we did a dish uh we did ramen just as a a a special and i was you know talking to ben about you know what an awesome like time that was and he was like well why don't we just do that more often yeah i was like yeah why don't we do it like you know every every month or something we're doing like a big ramen blowout he's like why don't you do it every week and i was like Yes, chef. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, so is that, is that feel, I mean, obviously it's different from typical dinner, lunch service, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, do, do you feel like that's a party? It's a way, it's like a time, even Hell though you're like yes. cooking, you're working, like you're oh. unwinding and enjoying everything. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. like they're, they're it's not like, stressful. No. Yeah. Well, no, well, it's, maybe, uh, it's stressful. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay. And when I'm, when I'm looking back at like some of the most like, like, you know, kind of stressful services of yep. my career as the chef de cuisine like yeah there, it's definitely tied to like knowing that you know in the next minute like 15 to 20 ramen orders are just gonna like come in right, right, you right. know and we're already in the middle of like because because you know we're a small kitchen yeah you know and uh it takes a lot of equipment within that small kitchen to like just make a bowl of ramen work yeah you know um, and it takes up at least two burners for, you know, our saute cook. Yeah. So, you know, when I'm thinking back to like some of the most like hectic periods of like a, a dinner service, right. We're talking like, it's the height of like July and we're like super busy and we've just been slammed since like four thirty in the afternoon and it's, it's 10 o'clock. And at this point, like I've got the broth on, I've got the water ready, all the noodles are there, like all the garnishes and the meat and the egg yep. and they're, they're all set and and then my saute cook is in the middle of cooking you know like a random like breakfast like right, right, right. Uh, ticket or something like that and yeah. we're like damn it why breakfast right now yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh 
or you know he's in the middle of cooking a steak or something like that and you know so we just kind of like you know uh either way we make it happen but it's a good time though yeah it's yeah, a blast yeah. i mean right then like you know the the hip-hop starts playing yeah and, and you know i i can't help but continue to poorly rap to you know some of the songs that are coming on the playlist and yeah. i'm just slinging noodles and broth and <laughs> just yeah just having a lot of fun with it so i would say that like you know in the in the history of you know pullman martin diner like that is my biggest contribution is yeah. making sure that we're doing the friday night ramen that's awesome every man. friday dude any chance you guys could buy up the mill any chance we could uh any chance we could buy up the mill uh <laughs> no no i mean i don't want to speak for you know for you know the Cause, ownership group because i was thinking with, with your guys's taste in music that and would be pretty cool. excellent food yeah that'd be a nice marriage right there yeah uh <laughs> just that, throwing that out there you don't need that, to that respond would be cool. yeah uh, i i but, certainly wish uh yeah we, we kind of joked about it the other day like man that'd be pretty cool but oh man the mill george's the mill is also a magical place man um so i gotta ask you an egg question yes please what is your favorite way to cook an egg my favorite way to cook an egg I mean, i'm talking basic scrambled for fried, sure for sure yeah. um sunny side you know um i am a personal fan of either uh an over easy mm-hmm. or a scrambled egg okay um i think that um over easy is nice when i when i just want to like get all the yolky goodness with my toast yeah and scrambled is really great when i've got like some potatoes and some bacon to kind of go along with it yeah i just love that texture of like just nicely scrambled eggs and not like not like where we just scrambled the hell out of them sure yeah yeah. like we really took our time and you know really stirred them yeah do you put any cream or milk or anything to make them soft nothing nothing just the technique all technique I love it. Yep, uh, you know we uh, we do them kind of low and slow with a lot of a lot of motion. Yeah, um, and that's really the secret. I mean, you know, uh, it's this fine, it's this very fine balance though, like kind of knowing when to stop stirring, yeah. take it off the heat, and now we're just kind of like folding it over. And and I, I think that like, I think that egg cookery is like like such a it's such an integral part of like becoming a good cook. Yeah. You know, if you can cook, if you can cook a busy, like, you know, brunch service with a lot of different egg temps to keep in your head. Yeah. And, um, you know, Dude, what, what would the world look like without eggs? Well, we wouldn't have mayonnaise and that would really bum me out. Wow. Yeah. That would really bum me out. We wouldn't have aioli. We wouldn't have mayonnaise. That would suck. Yeah. Um, baked i mean i guess there's I mean, alternatives now but man i mean still like, like i said there's just so many things we can do with eggs yeah yeah so yeah do you, I now do you put an egg on your burger you know i don't personally yeah um, I, I don't either yeah as a chef i'll put an egg on anything sure you know you want an egg on it don't worry i will put it is there on. anything uh unexpected that you put eggs on um for you personally Unexpected that I personally, or, or maybe an order that you got one time that was like, I want an egg on this. Um, like, so you mentioned, okay, uh, kind of a uh, uh, 
running joke with myself and my cooks. Uh, there was one time that a customer ordered a uh, a croque madame sandwich, right? The yeah. So for for those that aren't aware, that's a it's a ham and cheese sandwich uh, with more cheese sauce put on top, and then an egg on top of that. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, delicious. It's it's just like Decadence, a staple man. of like. Yeah like good French cooking. Yeah. But I, I watched a guest one time uh, order it with tuna instead of ham. Oh, no. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. But, I, you know, we did it because, you know, I mean. Yeah, what they wanted, you I know, guess, Like right? I said, I mean, we're a place that's inclusive for, tuna, tuna, you know, all, Tuna substitutions? <laughs> all, all tastes and viewpoints. And, uh, so. <laughs> there you um, go, man. There's a, there's a campaign there. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, if you want tuna on your croak, like. Don't worry, it may become like a, kind of a joke, but yeah. you're, you're gonna get tuna on your croak. Yeah, yeah, I like the rhyme there too, man. <laughs> Thank you. Um, okay. Yeah. Now, uh, if uh, if you were going to make, well, let's just ask this question. Okay. What's your last meal? Uh, this morning. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh. Like last supper. Oh, 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 oh. I'm getting more philosophical yeah, 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 here. Okay. <coughs> Pardon me. That water went down the wrong pipe. Um, isn't it funny that you feel like you have to clarify that? <laughs> Anytime you I, cough, I, yeah. you're just like, ah, no, no, no. <coughs> no, I swear. It's the water. It, yeah, it's all in the water. It's man. all the water. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No need to apologize. Um, all right. My last meal. Whew. All right. Um, well, my last meal is going to be a couple courses because because it's your last meal. Because it's my last meal, yeah. and if I'm going to, if I'm, if this is going to be my last meal, like I am going to be as sickly full as I possibly can. You're going to try to kill yourself with Basically, this meal. Yeah. yeah. So, so we're going to start it off with a cheesy gordita crunch from Taco Bell. <laughs> All right. Did um, not see that coming. Bro. I know you did. I, I respect uh, that, though. I mean, yeah. It's last meal. Anything yeah, you goes. Know, exactly. Like yeah. Anything goes. This is my last tune, meal. Tune on your croque madame. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this, is, this is my last meal here, all right? Yeah. So uh, it's going to be a cheesy gordita crunch um, washed down with a Baja Blast. Oh, wow. Because I have to. I'm at Taco Bell. Yeah, it's, it's mount, that's a Mountain Dew flavor, that a, right? That is a Mountain okay. Dew. I haven't uh, had I believe it, that yeah. that flavor is exclusive to Taco Bell. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, I, I think you can buy it's it. A, it's a single store. barrel pick uh, <laughs> at Taco Bell. Actually, you know, I, I've also seen it like, uh, like Noodles & Company has like the uh, – it's like this crazy like pot machine where like you know you can have Sprite but you can add cherry to it yeah, or oh, you yeah, get a cherry yeah. Sprite that, or something yeah. like that. So I, I maybe like something like that has Baja Blast as well. But yep. but Baja Blast is very synonymous for Taco Bell. Shout out to Taco Bell. Um, yeah, in case you haven't heard of it. If you, in case you haven't been to Taco Bell, yeah. um, whew, let's give them something to Taco Bell. Oh, uh, I like that. Thank man. you very much. Yes. Um, yeah. So uh, Crunch Wrap Supreme is my 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 first course. Okay. Um, Number two, I'm going to go to, um, you know, I'm a big fan of, like, just a really, oh, okay, actually, uh, I think my next course is going to be some really premium sushi. Okay. Yeah. yeah like, uh, I went to Nobu in New York when yeah. I was, uh, when I was, like, 21 or 22, and that was, like, one of the coolest, most eye-opening meals of my life yeah um you know so if i could have just like something of just like the most high quality primo sushi yeah that's course two yeah i like um, that 
third course. Uh, I mean, at this point, man, like uh, I'm, I don't have a whole lot of room left, but yeah. I'm still going to power through. Of course. Um, so course three for me is, um, man, it's a Pullman burger. Yeah. Okay. Or or George's burger. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I would I would probably double fist the two of them. Sure, it's yeah, course yeah. three. This is your meal, man. Yeah, it's my meal. Uh, <laughs> I love this. Uh, course four is hmm, this is a weird one but like just the best green bean casserole oh my goodness now you're speaking my language right man. oh yeah 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 absolutely dude um like just just a little side of like the best green bean casserole yeah. you know like like, like we bought some fresh green beans we blanched them you know and some nice you know salty water and now we're gonna bake them in like our own like homemade mushroom gravy and we're gonna put the french's fried onions on top because we're not gonna mess around with making our own fried onions there's no need to there's there's no no need need to to. it's just it's already there yeah why would you mess with it maybe put some like little bacon crumbles on top yes you know don't buy like bacon crumbles that like you know can sit like like shelf stable like Uh, out of the Dude, I got, I got, a, I got, a, I got a, uh, a new item menu for you guys, real quick. Hit me. Green bean casserole with pork belly. That's that sounds wonderful. Yeah, I would love to do something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just throwing that, that out there. Yeah. You know, uh, I'm gonna do that just for you. Thanks, man. Yeah, I'll let you that. know. We'll reach out to you when I got that like yeah. workshopped and, and give, ready to go. Give it a beetle name too. Would you? <laughs> See if you can work I'll, that I'll in there. I'll try my best. <laughs> <laughs> um, so green bean casserole, yeah. I all right, so. Uh, and then, like, yeah, man, like I said, at this point, like, I'm, I'm very full. Yeah. Um, but, but again, this is my last meal, and I know it's my last meal, so I'm going to maybe maybe take a break or, or yeah, whatever i got to do. But, but course five, uh, man, I would be. It's the last course? I'm not, I don't know. I'm, I'm not oh, sure. You're not sure. Okay. I'm not really yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, if it was my last course, I would say that it is. Um, uh, a couple really, really solid chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. With a good glass of that whole milk that we spoke of earlier. Yeah. Um, you know that that could be my last course. Um, Any oatmeal in the chocolate chip cookies? Hell no. Oh wow. Okay. No, I mean here's the thing. If, if I'm gonna have like, you know, I, I'm not I'm not the kind of guy to just like mess with a good thing. Yeah. You know, like, I don't like crazy bagels. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like to me, like, just a great bagel. A classic. Is just, like, like there's there's nothing else. Like, what, why are you putting Asiago on that? Yeah. I understand people that do, but sure. for me personally, it doesn't need it. Yeah. It doesn't, it's just a great bagel. Yeah. A great bagel is a great bagel is a great bagel. And that comes down to, like, care and attention to, like. It's that bagel you know, integrity. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that just comes down to like care of, you know, the dough, the, the cooking process. I mean, good bagels. Just a good and bagel. good water. Good water, right? New York yeah, New bagel. York, yeah. New York bagel is a New York bagel. Is I've, a never New York had, bagel. I've never had a New York bagel anywhere else. I had, yeah. <laughs> only in New York. Only man. in New and York, man. Only taste that good in New York. <laughs> um, and then, you know, maybe as like second dessert. Maybe a bagel now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we're on it. Right? New York uh, bagel. 
Maybe for dessert I'm having like not dessert at all. Like I'm having like chips and salsa or something. I, I'm just, just kidding. A, just a bag, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave it with the five courses. So yeah. so I think that in conclusion there, like yeah. you know, though we as chefs like love to you know kind of. Uh, push the envelope, so to speak, and, uh, you know, come up with cool, inventive, creative ways to, you know, feed our guests. Like, I think that a lot of us as chefs just want to, like, come home to, like, just some good home cooking. Yeah, yeah, some comfort food, Exactly, man. yeah, yeah. So and it's been, to me... And I, I would say everything that I put out there is just straight comfort food. Yeah, it's absolutely. It's all just, like, the most, like... Yeah, like every every course there is just like like a just a little hub. But, that, but but that's what Pullman feels like to me. It feels like highly <laughs> elevated Thank comfort you. food, right? Yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. seriously. No, yeah. Because I because I, I think there's something to me that's very indicative about who you guys are, about what you guys bring to this community. Thank you. And it's there in the food. Yeah, I appreciate and that. And it's a it's a joy to eat. It's a joy to step into it. Um, and so, yeah, man, I think that that comfort food, even though you know, for some it might have a connotation, man. It's like when you when you hit that nail on that head yeah. and you do it well, there's really nothing better, man. I agree, absolutely. So, um, um, I have I probably one or two more questions, and then I gotta. I, that was my last question, man, because oh, I, I feel like that's the one to drop that the is mic a, at. That is a great question. It was a very good one. Though. Yeah, I can't. I can't ask you another question after I ask you your last meal. Can I? <laughs> um, well, Any, anything you want to uh, add? Uh, anything about uh, just Pullman right now, where you guys are at? Uh, anything? Yeah. Well, anything, 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 anything. All right, there you go. For sure. Um, well, uh, we we do actually have a, a couple, you know, upcoming uh, things on our radar. Um, we are participating in the farm to street dinner again this year nice. here in Iowa City. Um, what that is, is is basically different restaurants in the community coming together to uh, cook a meal on uh, Lynn Street here in downtown Iowa City. We're gonna close down the street. We're gonna cook for like 300 people. Every restaurant gets a course, and nice. um, you know we're just gonna do our thing. Um, are are uh, this, tickets available for that yet? You know I. I'm not certain if they're actually available quite sure, yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they will be soon. Probably. Soon, I'd say, like within within July. Yeah. Um, and we are going to take up actually two blocks of Wind Street, so yeah. that we can, uh, you know, properly social distance our guests. Sure. Yeah. Um, but that's coming up. Um, ben and I are also going to be talking soon about uh, this. Would be our our fourth or fifth annual I guess it must be our fourth Kroll Farms dinner okay nice yep so we go out to uh, our good friend Matt Kroll uh, kind of near Mount Vernon yeah um, uh, we kind of occupy kind of some of the, the farm space there and uh, do a dinner for I think last year we did 110 people um, where we we cook everything um, you know, open fire right there on the farm. Um, that's a blast. Yeah. And I, my favorite part is coming in, like, 
before everybody else and like starting the fire. I was a Boy Scout growing yeah, up, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's very nostalgic for me to like just sit there and start a fire. Right. Yeah, that's um, awesome. And then, other than that, I mean, you know, we are, like I said, continuing to focus on uh, putting out, uh, you know, great food, great hospitality within a safe and healthy and inclusive environment. And you know, we're gonna we're gonna do our our best to you know, stand the test of time. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's awesome, man. It's exciting. Yeah. I'm uh, yeah looking forward. Those events coming up. Hopefully, I can get a ticket. Yeah. Um, but you all have been uh, had the pleasure of hearing from Chef Nathan, Chef de Cuisine, at Pullman Bar and Diner, located in the heart of Iowa City near the famous pedestrian mall. So if you're in the area, if you're passing through, you need to stop by, and at the very least, have some fried chicken. Please get some fried chicken. Um, get a burger. Come if say If you hello. have to. You know, maybe a tuna croc madame, <laughs> uh, oh, but you need you need uh, to stop by, and uh, it really is, uh, in my opinion, I've lived a few places: New York City, Chicago, yeah. Spain, Germany. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little pompous here, in saying that because I think Pullman Bar and Diner is one of the greatest restaurants I've ever been to in the entire world. Well, thank you so very much. I. Yeah, and I mean, I mean that, and that's not just because you're no. sitting in front of me, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we thank you all for listening. Again, this podcast is called The Scramble, brought to you by Farmer's Hen House Eggs that not only taste good, but do good for the farmer, for the environment, for the hens, and for you. Thanks for listening. See you next time. I call this old amazing, amazing life we're all